What's happening team? Welcome to the Type 1 Movement Podcast where I'm going to be sharing with you my tips, tricks and stories to help you lead the healthiest life possible as a Type 1 diabetic. I'm your host, Type 1 Tom. Just a quick disclaimer, any advice that I give will not overpower your medical professional, so please consult with them first if you're thinking of making any changes. Yes team, what's happening? Welcome to another episode of the Type 1 Movement Podcast. With me, your host, your boy, Type 1 Tom. Thank you for being here. First of all, I always tell you guys how grateful I am of giving me your ears and your eyes if you're watching this on a live stream um, as well when you're tuning into all my content. So thank you. Guys, before we get started, as always, please leave me a rating and a review on a podcast app because it really does help me reach more Type 1 Diabetics. And loved ones of tight ones and just positively impacts our community. And I do truly, I'm so grateful for that. And I appreciate it. So thank you. Also, screenshot this episode, share it on your Instagram stories and tag me at tight one underscore Tom. So before I get into this, it's going to be about finding your why, but I want to tell you guys a little story. So over the weekend, it's now Monday time recording this. Yesterday, I went to Blackpool. Now, if you don't know, you're not in the UK. Blackpool is one of those like, I suppose like a town sort of place. That is, um, everyone says it's a bit of a, a shithole. Apologies to anyone who lives in Blackpool, but you know these, these pretty shitty places in it. But when you're there, it's like the UK's holiday destination, yeah? Because they've got, they've got a seaside, they've got a, a fucking fun fair, a pleasure beach. Like, it's just, it's one of those places that you're like, oh, it's a bit of a shithole. But when you're there, it's mint. Like, it really is. So I went there yesterday and look... Mainly Blackpool, it's kind of about rides and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, fun fairs and all that. And guys, I'll be honest with you, I fucking hate rides. I hate rides. It was only until I was, I want to say, 23 that I ever went on an actual roller coaster and I didn't really like it. It's not for me. I just don't like that feeling of feeling weightlessness, if that's even a word, of your stomach dropping. Like, I don't like it. So as I was with, I'm probably the worst person you can come to Blackpool with because I don't like rides. But anyway, I went on the fucking waltzes. On the waltzes. Matt, I've been on it before when I was a kid, but this, hey, I'm 34 now. This was a big deal. This is You might be laughing if you like rides, but for me, it's a fucking big deal. If you guys don't know what the waltzes are, they spin around dead, dead fast, and there's some dude there that's spinning around even fucking faster. And he looked at me. We was on the waltzes, and he looked at me. He looked me in the eyes. We got eye contact, and I knew straight away. It was like, yeah, you, you twat. He could see me. He could see it in my eyes that, do you know what I mean? I was a bit of a fucking pussy when it comes to riding. And he spun me like fuck. He spun me like fuck. It was all good, though, because I wasn't sick. I did buzz a little bit when I got off, and hey, I did something that scared me. Do you know what I mean? I think every day we need to do something that scares us, right? But yeah, I don't like rides. Something that you guys should know about me. There we go. A little bit of personal shit there. Like, but I stepped out my own way, and I went on the waltzes. There is other things you can do in Blackpool. It's not all about that. We went to a Sea Life Centre and that. So yeah, a little story about... Me, suppose, like, a lot of you guys are going to be fucking laughing now, thinking, fucking hell, look at this, eh? Come across all high and mighty on socials, and then you know that I get scared going to fucking waltzes. But anyway, I thought I'd open it up with a, a little little crack to give you guys a good laugh. But, right, so let's get into it, finding your why. I'm going to start with this, team. I'm going to start with this. 
It's not what we do, it's why we do it, yeah? And I want you to remember that. It's not what you do and we do, it's why we do it. So this episode is going to be great for you if this is things that I hear from a lot of type ones when it comes to, we're going to go a lot deeper than blood glucose and numbers and health and stuff like that, but these are the sort of problems that I come across when I'm speaking to other type ones, like what you're struggling with and all that sort of stuff. A lot of things I come across is that I don't feel motivated to do what I know I should be doing. I can't stick to a routine. I get really fucking frustrated every time I see a, a low or a high or arrows up and stuff like that. And I'm making the wrong choices and I know I'm making the wrong choices. So this is what I hear a lot. So I wanted to do this episode about finding your wine. Remember that through this, yeah? It's not what we do, it's why we do it. So I'm going to start with a little story. This isn't about fairgrounds or the waltzes. This is a bit more fucking serious, right? If it's ever serious with me, but we'll probably have a laugh longer somewhere. Me and you, team. Right, so little story about me. When I first started coaching, so when I first started coaching, I was about... I want to say about 22, 23. When I got into the fitness industry and I just started coaching. I was an in-person coach, a little bit online. But throughout that period, probably going on for about six or seven years, I was just coaching people for um, like fat loss, gaining muscle, body transformations, like a lot of personal trainers do when they get into the industry, right? And like... <sighs> My focus on, I thought at the time, I wanted to do it because I wanted to see people change their bodies, be happy. And, and, and that was kind of why I wanted to do it. And I was very fucking good at it. Do you know what I mean? I got a lot of transformations from it and stuff. But there was something like missing. There was something missing. And this became so apparent through like... When my business is, I was self-employed at this point. So when my my business was going good, it was great. But when like I'd lost clients, I'd lost money, things happened. Like when it started to not go so good, the struggle, I struggled massively with dealing with it. Yeah, I struggled massively with dealing with it. I was like, fucking hell, am I ever going to be able to build a life and progress in my life from, from this business that I've got of, you know, body transformations and stuff like that. And it is a great industry. I'm not slating anyone if you listen to this, you do body transformations. But for me, for me, there was no deep connection there with it. Because apologies to people who I did coach and stuff like that, because I'm going to be completely transparent. Like, really looking back, I didn't give a fuck if someone lost two stone, five stone. Like, I had no connection with it. And I didn't really, not that I didn't care, but there was no deep connection. I was good at it. Do you know what I mean? And I do still help people lose weight now, but that's not my primary focus, yeah? So I thought when I got into it and I got deeper into it, yeah, do you know what I mean? I really, really love seeing these people transform their bodies and stuff like that, but there's no deep connection. And I think looking back, my why for doing it was building a life and money. Because every time, like... Stuff went well, started earning more money, I was buzzing. Whenever stuff dropped, money dropped and stuff, that had a massive impact on me. That had a massive impact on me. And that's super, such a superficial way to be and a way to look at things. 
But looking back now, I knew. I thought at the time, yeah, my why is helping these people transform their bodies and stuff like that. But I just had no deep connection. Hopefully this is making sense. I had no like deep connection with it. And I was just struggling massively like throughout my, my business. And this probably went on like seven or eight years. Now, when I was first diagnosed at 21, just before I got into the, the fitness industry, I was like, mm, should I just go coaching type ones, like yada yada. And I was standing in my own way for so long, for so, so, so many years. But that was kind of like an underprint. But every now and again, it comes to the surface, should I do it? No, I back off. And it's not until I just started coaching type one diabetics that things started to change for me. Because I had like a deep connection with these type ones because I am one and a deeper understanding. So then my why became clear. Yeah, then my why became clear because looking back at the time when I was just coaching for fat loss, body transformations, my why was to build a business, try and have a good life uh, from earning money. Yeah, from earning money. And that's not deep enough. It's not deep enough. And my why only become clear when I start to just coach type 1 diabetics, yeah? And this is something I want to get across to you guys. Like, if you think your why is having a good HbA1c, or a timing target, or an average, and you're basing it on a number, when you get these tough times, like I did when I was coaching for body, body transformation, fat loss, you know, money drops, income drops, oh, fucking hell, this is shit, yeah, yeah. When you get the tough times and you start dealing with adversity that we deal with with type ones, we get highs, we get lows, things become complicated, we, we struggle to figure stuff out. If your sole focus is on a number, you will fucking struggle. It's not enough. And I found that out the hard way from relating when I got into the fitness industry, yeah? So hopefully you can see where I'm going with this story and why it's relevant for you to know this. So it wasn't until I started coaching other type one diabetics that I had a deep like connection understanding because I was like yeah fucking I understand that and then my why become clear my why become clear and like now like I say it's not about numbers it's not about HbA1c it's not about average it's not about timing target range this is as me as a coach and as my company and the people that help me coach and even my clients like this is what this is what we do this is what I do yeah, but that's not why I do it. Like, I don't help another type one improve the blood glucose control just to give them a number. We don't do that. And this is something I want you to say. You don't want to improve your blood glucose control just so you can say, I've got HbA1c of 6.5%, my timing target range. Yeah, that, that's good if you're playing fucking top trumps with another fucking type one. Do you know what I mean? But that's not, that's just a what. It's why. It's why that goes much deeper than that. So, like, when I figured out my why, and I'll be honest, what my why is and my company's why is, is to change the lives of other type 1 diabetics and to make them realise they can achieve anything they want in life. If you notice that there's no number there, there's nothing about blood glucose control, there's nothing about health and stuff like that, because that that's what... That's like a vehicle of what that we use to help change the lives of other type 1 diabetics, yeah? And because I've got clarity on this why, everything that I do in my life and my company and my business and with my programs aligns with that. 
And then I now have the, the things that I wanted when I was just coaching for body transformation. So I'm building a great life. I'm about to buy a house. Um, do you know what I mean? I get money. Like everything is aligning, not because I'm focusing on those things. It's because I'm focusing on my why and the reason and the purpose that I'm here. And this is what I want to get across to you because if you're constantly just focusing on, let's say, having a better time in target range, improving your HbA1c, stopping these spikes, all that sort of stuff, that's a what. That's a what. That's like a vehicle that's going to get you to your why. Yeah? So you need to have a good thing about your why because if you can figure your why out of why you want better health, why you want better blood glucose control, when you have shit times and bastard diabetes days, as me and my clients like to call them, they're going to be much easier to work through. They're going to be much easier to work through. Going back to like when I told you my fat loss body transformation time period of my career, it was fucking stressful. Now, yes, I do get stressful times and stuff, but it's much easier to work to work through because I've got such clarity on my why and what I'm trying to do. It's like fucking just putting the blinkers on of all, all the kind of issues that we come across and I'll always find a solution for it. And this is the same as you. If you know your why, and I'm going to give you some examples shortly. If you know your why, when you run into difficulty and problems, they're going to be so much, not, it's still going to be challenging, but it's going to be easier to deal with than just knowing, oh, fucking hell, I had a goal of this, this number, this, this fucking number. But now this has happened. No, it goes much bigger than that. And there's an example that I use quite a lot. And this will stand for females, but you guys can take something from this as well. I speak to a lot of females and they say to me, I had my best glucose control when I was pregnant. I had my best glucose control when I was pregnant. Then after I had a little one, things went to shit. Couldn't stick to a routine, don't feel motivated. You know the shit that I said at the beginning. Now, why do you think that is? Why do you think that is? With a lot of females, when they're pregnant, they have the best glucose control. Besides the, the specialists and nurses hammering down, hey, you can't get pregnant unless you've got this, this, and this sort of number or range. It's because at that time, these women have such a strong why of bringing, having a kid, bringing another life into the world, creating a family. There's such a strong, deep emotional connection to their why that everything that they do will align with that. It'll align with that. And that's why I'm saying... You can't just set goals off average blood glucose, time in target range, HbA1c. Yeah, that's great. And we need them. But we need something much deeper than that. And now, I want you guys, a little bit of accountability here. I want you to have a think about your why. What the reason is you want to improve your blood glucose. What the reason is you want to lower your HbA1c. You want to have better time in target range. You want to improve your health. You want to better yourself. Why? Because it's not for the numbers. Even with me, it's not for the numbers. Like I told you, my why is um, why I actually coach type 1s. It's not It's not to help them achieve a HbA1c of 6.5% or below. It's not to help them improve a blood glucose control. It goes over that. It's to change the lives, change their lives and make them realize that this is a tough condition, yes, but it doesn't stop them from achieving anything they want in life. That is my why and I will drive that over and over and over again and prove it by getting my clients consistent results. That's my why, that's my mission, that's my purpose. Everything I do in my life aligns with that, yeah? 
when I have a bastard diabetes day, I'm like, come on, Tom, pick yourself up. Do you know what I mean? And I have to remind myself of why I'm doing what I'm doing. When I'm struggling to work out or eat well at times, I'm not saying I'm perfect. I'm fucking far from it. But I remind myself of why and what my purpose is. And yeah, it's still hard, but it gives me focus. And I'm not just focusing on like, oh, I've got to improve my HbA1c. Uh, do you know what I mean? I've got a much deeper connection to why I'm here and why I'm doing what I'm doing. And it's the same for you. So I want you to have a think about what your why is. Everyone needs a why. You can't just fucking, it's like goals. You can't just fucking float through because when things do get tough and things do get tough as a type one, you're going to quit. You're going to quit. Like I wanted to when I started fucking in the fitness industry, coaching fat loss, when things got tough, I was like, oh, fuck it. I just wasn't connected enough to it. But now I've got a deep connection. I've got a crystal clear why I'm doing what I'm doing. When things get tough, I'll fucking find a way around it. Yeah. So have a think about your why. Here's some like great examples and like on the, I unfortunately, I can't tell you what your why is. This is your personal stuff. This is what you want. Yeah. But here's some great examples. Like I mentioned before, having a kid, this would go for, for female, like girls or guys, like having a child is such a strong why. Some people I've worked with are like, I want to improve my health, I want to improve my blood glucose control. Okay. And we get deeper, we just like peel it back and it's to find a partner they're lonely and they want to find a partner. That's a, that's a great why. Another one, if you've got kids, seeing your kids grow up, that is such a powerful why. Having a kid, starting a family, and seeing your kids grow up, knowing that like, that's my ultimate goal, to see your kids grow up. Like Not my ultimate goal to see your kids grow up, but I'm saying, giving you a fucking example. I'm not a weirdo like that, but <laughs> giving you an example. If that's your ultimate goal... Everything that you start to do with your diabetes, your health, all that sort of stuff is going to align with that because it's no longer just about you, it's about them, yeah? And this is something that I'm big on, like, with my company, my business, what I do. It's not about me, it's much bigger than me, yeah? Another one is being able to support your family and the loved ones around you. This is something that I'll get into, I don't want to get into too much, but... I hear a lot of people like, I'm so busy with work, I'm so busy with my family, I'm just not able to put the time in, yada, yada. Well, hang on a minute, and I say this a lot, hang on a minute, all right, you're busy. You love these people around you? Yes, I do. Okay, cool. So, you're not taking care of yourself, so you're not performing 100%, but you're telling me that you love these people around you, but because you're not taking care of yourself, you're not giving them the best version of yourself. Ah, oh, I didn't think of it like that. You see? This is how it all links in. Being able to support your family is a good one. And another one which is also a driver for me is being an inspiration to other people. It might be an inspiration to your kid. It might be family. It might be friends. Whoever it is. That could be your why. I can't tell you what your why is. But as I said at the start, it's not what we do. It's why we do it. Yeah? Achieving a great HbA1c. Achieving a, achieving a good average blood glucose. You know, timing target range. That's a what. That's just what you need to do to get to your why. So what I want you to take from this team is I want you to sit down at some point and I want you to have a think about what your why is. Yeah, because we've all got one. It just might be fucking a bit fuzzy. Like you might not have really thought about it this way before. But as soon as you can connect to your why and why you're actually wanting to improve yourself, then things are going to become much clearer I'm much, I don't want to say easy because being a type one is never easy, but easier than if you don't know why you're doing what you're doing, right? So team, that is it. One thing I wanted you to take from this is to 
make you understand the, the power of actually having a why. And if you're one of these who is, I don't feel motivated, I can't stick to a routine, I get frustrated, making the wrong choices. Yeah, I, I, that's, I get that at times, but because I'm super and hyper-focused on my why, it doesn't last for that long. And it's the same with you. If you are really struggling and you don't feel motivated, you can't stick to a routine and stuff, chances are that you're just not, what you think you want isn't what you want. You're just not connected to it enough. You need to sit down, give your head a wobble, as we like to say, and have a think about what your actual why is. Yeah? Team, that is it. If you got value from this episode, please leave me a rating and a review on the podcast app. And also feel free to screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories and tag me at type1 underscore Tom. That is it. I've got nothing more to say on that topic of finding your why. But do take that, run with it, have a good think about your why. Yeah, it might not come straight away, but as soon as you can find that, shit's going to become a lot easier. A lot easier. Team, until the next episode, peace.